Well, good morning and welcome to our Romans Bible study. We're in chapter 7 of Romans. This will be part 11 today here on the 27th of June, 2019. I like to do that just to show us where we are if we look back and we're going through the uh, session so you'll know right where we were when we taught this the first time because most people are going to be finding this on the YouTube channel, which is Curtis Hutchinson 316, or the website, which is thecrosswaychurch.com or you can find uh, those things on uh, if you have a Roku at home, you can uh, add the channel called Sermon.net and then type in Crossway Church, and there we are, archived messages, uh, and you can even watch live there. We're doing one thing new here, uh, just beginning like the last couple days, and that's an easier way for you to sow into Crossway Church, the work God has given us to do here in this ministry, and, uh, and that is you can give by texting. There's a number there. If you can't see it, it's 903-231-5950. Just uh, all you do is type te- uh, you type give to that number, give in the amount, and then it'll ask you two or three questions. You fill in your information one time, and then from then on, it's just type the word give and the amount. It'll ask you, do you want it to be reoccurring? Yes or no, and boom, that's it. It's very simple. And uh, sometimes on the places like PayPal, you have to put your, st- your, your information in over and over and over again. But this is a one-time deal, and it's very easy. Again, that number is 903-231-5950. You can pull out that smartphone, text you're giving right straight to Crossway Church. And we're pray- praising God for you and those who follow us here. For I know if you're following us as we follow Christ, you are going to be blessed beyond measure. And I guarantee that. Uh, The Lord is uh, using Crossway Church to encourage and edify and to comfort to remove much confusion and bring much clarity to the scriptures. Of course, the Holy Spirit is doing that and I'm thankful for that. And today I'm really excited about getting into this teaching. Every Monday morning and Thursday morning at 8.30 a.m. Central Time right here live on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. You can hang on live with us or later you can find us on that YouTube channel. Again, it's Curtis Hutchinson 316 or the website thecrosswaychurch.com. But we are here presenting the gospel, this Romans teaching, and it's we started in chapter 1, verse 1. It's verse by verse. You can go back, be one of the best courses you've ever had on Romans as we walk our way through it, verse by verse, verse rightly dividing the scriptures and uh, just hearing what the Lord is saying to the church today, and I'm excited about that. I pray that you would join us every Monday and Thursday, and on Friday mornings at 9 a.m. Central Time. We're in the studio next door, and we have been teaching on righteousness, but I believe unless the Lord changes it before uh, tomorrow morning, we're going to begin the book of Jude. So make sure you get your Bibles, your pencil, your paper, and get ready to go in the morning, 9 a.m. Central Time, live on my Pastor Curtis Facebook page. We're going to start digging into the book of Jude and seeing what the Lord 
Lord is going to show us, and I'm, and I'm excited about that, praise God. So here we are, and today I'm going to read uh, Romans chapter 7, verses 8 through 13, and this is our little area that we're going to begin to dissect because you need all six of these verses to be able to dissect, to go back and forth. It's called rightly dividing the word of truth. You know, men's opinions and men's thoughts and men's religion can help us in the word. The, the, the truth of God's word brings the understanding of the truth of God's word. The truth of God's word uh, defines the truth of God's word, explains the truth of God's word. It takes the truth to reveal the truth. It takes the truth to understand the truth. We've got to have the truth and that's, that's really all we need because when we know the truth, Jesus said the truth will make you free. And it's the truth of God's word that he leads us in the path of righteousness. It's the truth of God's word that we uh, understand and learn about our Savior, Jesus Christ, because he is the truth to us. He is the life to us. He is the way to God for us. And so we're going to read verses 8 through 13, then we're going to pick this apart today. And we'll start right now. But sin, talking about the sin nature, and it, and it causes in me all manner of concupiscence, which, mean, which means fleshly desires. For Verse 9, For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, the sin nature revived and I died. didn't mean he fell out dead physically because he's writing this about something that happened in the past. It means when he was born again, he became alive without the law. The law didn't save him, couldn't save him. He became alive through faith in Christ. To try to live according to the law again, the commands of God, the sin nature revived and took over and began to dominate again because we can't live by law. It won't work before we were saved. It won't work after we're saved. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, is the end of the law for righteousness. And you need to know that is very important because your status by God given to you as righteous is only because you're in Christ through your faith in his sacrificial work. And not only did he declare you righteous, but he declared you a servant of righteousness. So therefore, to have the fruits of righteousness, you must remain under grace and not turn back to the laws of doing and don't doing and tasting and not tasting and long hair, short hair, long sleeves, no sleeves, all that stuff is law and commands and you can't live according to the working of flesh. Remember Romans 8 and 8 says they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And we live in according to the flesh the faith of Jesus Christ. So let's read on. We discussed that last week. If you missed it, go back and get it because it's a half hour of meat that you need to have on your plate today in your heart. which was ordained to be, not death, but unto death. There's a difference. The law was ordained unto life. It was ordained to life. 
But Paul says, I found it to be unto death. When do we find the law unto death? When we try to live according to it. And we better know this. Because if we don't, we can spend our entire lives thinking that we're pleasing to God, that we're bearing fruit, the fruit of the Spirit, and never be doing it. Never be doing it. Now, I always have to bring in, at least in this segment of ministry, that the Lord has us in right now. We go through these phases. We go through these, th these times when we're walking with the Lord and He uses certain scripture that no matter where He has you now, He makes you glance back at a certain scripture. And right now it's the church in Sardis, Revelation chapter 3, verses 1 through 6. You've heard me mention it on the last several teachings because you and I, as a child of God, born again, spirit-filled, on our way to heaven, can all of a sudden be found... Dead. Paul says it. He says, sin revived. Talking about physical death, it means he began now to manifest fruit that was unto death. Think about that. We're not talking about in the community's eyes or the church's eyes. We're talking about in God's eyes. And Jesus told that church in Sardis, you have a reputation that you're alive. You've got a name that you're alive, but you're dead. And he tells them, you better repent and get back to the place where you received and heard. Where is that place? Faith in the sacrifice of Christ. What do you mean, preacher? I mean faith in Christ as the Lamb and the Redeemer without any additives. Not faith in Christ and what I have to do. That When people say that, even in a state of ignorance, they don't know it, but they're moving themselves out from under, they're falling from grace. Galatians 5, 1 through 4. Write it down. Go check it out later. You can fall from grace. You can walk in a place where Christ no longer profits you or affects you. Think about that. The church in Galatia did it. The church in Sardis is being warned. You better get back to the place where you can hear and receive. You think you are now, but you're not. You're dead. What's that mean? They weren't physically dead. That means the fruit they were producing. Hear this very important statement. In the eyes of God, men can think a church has it going on. You got these people out there that are nothing more than psychological preachers like T.D. Jakes and the fur tick guy. They're just psychological preachers saying a lot of good things that are factual statements, but they're not preaching, preaching the truth of God's Word, which is Christ and Him crucified, allowing all sorts of false things, thinking that words, just uh, psychological evaluations of men are going to help somebody. The only thing that can help anybody is Jesus Christ and what he did at Calvary. Through that avenue alone will you be able to hear God and receive from God. Revelation 3, 1 through 6. Let them say what they will negative about the, the, the ministers of righteousness. Let them say what they will. And as I, I said the other day to several people, we will always grieve over that which is false, which is the most and the many. But we will also rejoice with the few of God's remnant who will believe the truth and stick with it and let everybody else just have everything they want. They can have that which gives them a name among men, 
that they're alive, great reputations, but I want to be like Noah. I want to find grace in the eyes of the Lord. Hallelujah. And that's where we better be found. Forget what people think about you. You better get in the Word and see how God sees things. And you know how God sees things? Always through the blood. Hallelujah. So he says in verse 2, I found to be unto death. The law wasn't death, but it was unto death when I tried to live by it. Because the sin nature revives and dominates my life when I try to live by law. By the eating and not eating, by the... By, by of men and the preachers say well if you three things if you'll take care of the poor if you'll give tithes and offerings and you'll be in church every time the doors are open God will deliver you listen they just laid out three things for you to work at to get God to reward you with deliverance listen deliverance in all aspects of God's salvation cannot be earned, cannot be bought. It's always by grace, that means God giving it through faith, and that being our faith in Christ and His work at Calvary alone. And I know many say, well, it's not... Let me remind you today, for those of you who may be new listeners... Proverbs 8 and 8 says every word out of the mouth of God is in righteousness. You hear that? Romans 1, 16 and 17 says the righteousness of God is revealed in the gospel. So it's God is not even in the word of God. There I am back in that based on what I think, based on what people around me are saying about me. Boy, he can quote scripture. Boy, he has, man, he is a fine preacher. He's a fine brother. He's a fine Christian. But how does God see me? How does God see me? Again, we better be finding grace in the eyes of the Lord, which is through the sacrifice. And when we are, then the Word of God can become a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. That light means Jesus. Hallelujah. He is my path. Think about that. The commandment was ordained to life, but when I tried to live according to it, I found it unto death. Think about that. Galatians chapter 3, verses 23 and 24. Take a note of that. That's Galatians chapter uh, 3, uh, verses 23 and 24. Tell us that the law kept us shut up until the faith, until the faith would afterward be revealed. That's talking about, my friend, the faith of Jesus Christ coming and humbly, obediently dying in our place for us. That the Master, again, Galatians 3, 23 and 24, the tutor, our schoolmaster, justifies by faith. And again, that's his faith that allowed him to love us and give himself for us. That is the faith we live by, Paul said in Galatians 2 and 20. 
Never make a mistake of thinking the faith that comes by hearing the Word of God is separated from the faith that we live by, which is the faith of the Son of God who loved us and gave Himself for us. You cannot separate those two things. So I want you to think about that. I want you to meditate on these things that God's Word is, is being revealed to you today. And some of you have been desperate for a true move of God. Some of you have been desperate for, to, to, to be in the will of God, to be delivered from many things. And there's just something that you couldn't put your finger on. And the Holy Spirit is putting His finger on that now. He's showing you why you couldn't move forward, why you've been trapped. He's showing you why. Because the sin nature has dominated you all your Christian life because you thought if you did this, then God would. If you didn't eat this, then God would. If you wore long sleeves, then God would know. That's all based on what you're doing in the flesh. And they that are in the flesh cannot please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. And me trying to do things according to the flesh instead of simple faith in Christ and what He did for me at Calvary. Listen, God can't be pleased with me trying to live by the do's and don'ts of the law. Yes, the Word is full of commands, but we can only carry those out by the Spirit of God who is God and only works in truth, Psalms 33, 4. I want to tell you something. You may be hearing things you've not heard before. And the greatest revelation of all is Christ and Him crucified. The greatest and the brightest light in God's Scriptures is Jesus. He is the brightness of God's glory, the express image of His person. Hallelujah. He is the living Word. And when you come back to the cross of Christ, then the Holy Spirit's going to open this book called God's Word up to your heart like never before. You're going to be equipped like never before. You're going to be fully armed like never before. But it'll only take place through faith in the sacrifice of Christ. We're in, a, we're in another great reformation right now. And those who come to the river... The river is the revelation of Christ. The illumination of God's word concerning His Son. Remember, Jesus said, I'll build my church upon this rock. That rock wasn't Peter. It was the revelation from heaven that Peter received about Jesus, that He's the Son of God. He's the anointed one. And He would come and deliver us from our sins and be the mediator of this precious new covenant and all its benefits, yet only through the blood. Hallelujah. So watch this. And it is. It's not talking about the acts of sin here. The, 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 the word sin is used... Uh, as verb, sometimes as a noun, sometimes the verb is talking about when we commit acts of sin. The noun is speaking of this sin nature, that person that we were that was crucified with Christ. Through our faith in the work of Christ at Calvary and remains dormant until we trust in something else, anything else. Anything else. 
That's why those going back into the Hebraic movements, you can't tell me that their faith is in the cross. If it was, they wouldn't need to be wearing prayer shawls and little beanies thinking that that's going to move God upon their head. See, that's, that's faith moved back into what they're doing. The Bible doesn't tell us, tell us to do that. They've been told to do that and they think they're going to have a greater anointing by going back under the law. <laughs> let, me, let me be very blunt. God doesn't work under the law. He doesn't work under the law. Jesus was sent to redeem those that are under the law. Think about that. Jesus was sent to redeem those that are under the law, to get us out from under the law, under grace. The difference is law is what you think you have to do that God can never honor and never will honor. Grace is what God does. And hear me this morning, not just for your initial salvation, but every day he has to be the one doing the work or it's just you. And you might have a name for yourself, but it will be just that self-righteousness and you will be dead the law, you die. Paul said, when the commandment came, the sin nature revived and I died. Think about this. So watch this. Verse 11. Taking occasion by the commandment. That's the second time we're seeing that phrase here. The first time is in verse 8. Look back at it, verse 8. But the sin nature manner of concupiscence. That's not a good thing. Nature taking occasion by the commandment deceived me and slew me under the law. There's death. For those that are not born again yet, they're under law and they're dead, separated from God in their sins. For children of God, it's us honoring God with our lips possibly, but our hearts are no longer with Him, no longer walking with Him, no longer with Him. We can remove ourselves from 1 and 6, fall from the place where us under grace, Galatians 5, 1 through 4, we're no longer with him. So when we quote scriptures like, uh, what is it, Romans chapter uh, 8, uh, verse 32 that says, For if he spared not his only son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him give us all things? The question I'll answer it for you. You're walking with him. But there are many times I, that there's uh, hindrances because even in a state of ignorance, even after we've learned the message of the cross, we can so easily in a moment other than Christ. His work there. Because only through faith in the sacrifice of Christ... The sacrifice of Jesus, only through that avenue does faith and grace and righteousness come. And not just for the initial faith. And you, this is the only fight you and I have to fight 
sacrifice. Lord, I'm trusting in you through the sacrifice today. You provided for me there all the love I'll ever need, all the grace, all the mercy. I find it to be the place the river flows from the cross into my life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Watch this now. So the second time, the first time in verse 8, the second time in verse 11 we see the sin nature takes occasion when you try to live, when I try to live according to any commandment. And what do it because it's telling me I can do it. You can do it. Keep trying. You can do it. I'm deceived because I can't. And it slays us. It puts us in a place again where in the eyes of God is the fruit of death. Separation from God. That's what death is. Again, the lost people on their way to hell, not born again yet. In their sins. Why? They're dead in their sins. Ephesians chapter 5. Christians become dead in our fruit bearing. We're out of fellowship. Even though we still honor God with our lips, Jesus said, their hearts are far from me. And don't think that that can't be you, Christian. If you're trusting in the often times that you go to church, and you should be in church every time the doors are open, but if that's what your faith is in and expecting God to do something for you, deliver you, any aspect of His salvation because of you going to church or you studying the Word or you doing something, salvation doesn't come from our doing but from our believing in the only one who's ever been perfect in the eyes of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I hope you can see that. I hope learning that and hanging on to that because everything God does it freely by grace. That means what He's done and is willing to do through your faith in His Son, Jesus Christ, and what He did at Calvary. So the, we've seen this. The sin nature, when we trust in anything other than the sacrifice of Christ, you can't get away from this. You can't avoid it. The sin nature revives, begins to dominate. It may not be the whiskey bottle. It may not be the marijuana. It may not be the foul mouth again. Now it might just be religion because faith in anything other than the cross is a sin and eliminates your faith from ever being legitimately in God's Word. Remember, the only avenue of righteousness is through your faith in the cross. And Paul said that I may be found having the righteousness of God, not my own that's of the law, but be found having His righteousness, which is of God by faith, not by works, but by faith. Yes, faith produces works, but works don't produce faith. You need to understand that. Sin, the sin nature, always dominates when we live according to anything. That's why the purpose-driven life and the government of 12 and all these avenues that men brought into the church don't work. Every year they have to have a new one. Why? Because that didn't work. And the people who are out there still thinking it works are deceived and the very things they think work are slaying them. The sin nature 
sin nature takes occasion when we live with our faith in anything other than Christ and His sacrifice. It's deceiving us, the sin nature, the deceptive power of the sin nature makes you think that you got it going on with God. These are they who have a form but are denying the power of God that the turn away from such because they are not in fellowship with God. They think they are. They even have a name. They alive, but they're dead. That means they're living according to do's and don'ts and they're not preaching the cross. They're not preaching the cross for everything to take place in their lives. They're not pointing the scriptures to Christ and Him crucified. They're not Therefore, what they're putting on the table is only that which can deceive and slay the church. Now, we're talking about 99.9% of all the true blood-bought children of God today. You say, well, that can't be. Well, that's what they said when John Wycliffe showed up on the scene and started talking, and the Spirit of God started dealing with him about the heresies in the Catholic Church. Or should I say, yeah, I'll just leave it there for now. Among the Catholic people, the Roman Catholic Church. And he, he, God started revealing to him that it's all free, it's all sacrifice. It's, it's free. It's not, you, you know, you can't pay for your people to get into heaven and all these heresies. But even when John Wycliffe got down to the transubstantiation that the blood, the body and the blood of Jesus, when he started coming against that heresy, even his closest friends began to push him aside and reject that. You see, when you come back to justifying, exclusive justifying and sanctifying faith in Christ and His work at Calvary alone, the Holy Spirit's going to start revealing to you, hear me this morning, the warnings on every page of the Bible. People who are not living in this faith, they don't see all the warnings. That's why they get mad when they start hearing all the warnings. All them What did Noah do? What John the Baptist? Why did they kill all the prophets? Because everybody thinks they're right in their own eyes. They've pushed the righteousness of God's word aside. Jesus said, "When He comes back, it'll be as in the days of Noah. There was one preacher of righteousness in the days of Noah. Thank God, there's more than one today. Hallelujah! But they are far and few, and in there are very few." Preachers of righteousness. Many claim to be. But even among those that claim to be, there are few. We are... I can't get away from it. For the first 1,500 years, there weren't even Bibles. For the last 500 years, there's And now, 20-something years ago, we stepped into the Second Reformation. Please don't be left out of it. Please don't try to live according to the commandment and, and the sin nature dominates you and you take a risk on losing your entire soul over the matter. Hear God today. Come back to the cross today. He loves you. He's trying to bring you back to Him because when you come back to faith in the sacrifice of Christ, 
you come back to Him, and then you begin to hear God. You begin to understand God. You begin to yourself. But you begin to carry that name that's above every name, and the power of that name will reside in your heart. And then and only then will you be able to hear and receive properly in the eyes of God. Again, go read about the church of Sardis in Revelation 3, 1 through 6. If you move your faith away from the sacrifice of Christ, and you have, if you're trusting in anything you're reading or anything you're doing, that that's any of these programs being brought into the church, you have fallen from grace. You're living according to the sin nature. It is deceiving you, telling you you're right, but it is slaying you. And you are no longer being profited by Christ, affected by Christ, having fallen from grace. These teachings are for you. Verse 12 and 13, and I've got to quit. Wherefore, commandment is was then that which is good made death unto me? Absolutely not. God forbids it. But sinful. We'll talk about that next Monday morning. God bless you. I love you. Keep tuning in. Make sure you share these messages. And once again, sow into good ground where you're being fed the Word of God in truth in its righteous context. You can text your giving to 903-231-5950. I'll see you Monday morning. God bless you. And until then, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and Him crucified. I'll see you Monday morning. Praise God.